On today's episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast, we are breaking down the most important numbers you should be tracking every single month that's going to make a huge difference in how you approach your business and how quickly your business grows. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur and every week I'm bringing you no nonsense no BS actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable but fully sustainable by you if you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable then you've come to the right place hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Andrea Maxim. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about getting to know your numbers. This has been a wonderful exercise that I have had my Next Level members do. This is something that we are going to be really hitting hard with my Maximize Your Clinic members. And knowing your numbers is really going to provide you with such a tremendous amount of freedom in your business. It's going to reduce a lot of stress and overwhelm because data doesn't lie. Just like when you look at your bank statement and what's in your um, credit card statement, you know, those are the debts or those are the um, positives that you have or, you know, negatives if that's the case. And That is just what it is. That number is just exactly what the amount of either credit card debt you have or the amount of money you have in your bank account. So when we are looking at numbers in our business, it's also going to reveal a lot of phenomenal data that you can then use to make your decisions. And we're gonna get into the top metrics that specifically for a associate or an independent contractor, should be monitoring. On next week's episode, we're going to be doing what the clinic owner should be monitoring. But because I want to really help out those practitioners that don't own the business that they're in and they are renting a office space out of that office, I also want you to really understand that you are a business owner and you do need to be running your business within somebody else's business and you need to be looking at it that way. That's why this import, this um, podcast episode was so important for us to create is we are just as a team really trying to hammering home how important it is for you to be really stepping up to the plate and running your business appropriately. Now, before I jump into the material for today, I would invite you to check out the Maximize Your Clinic course. It is going to be getting a huge overhaul in the next couple of months and we are going to be re-organizing um, the material. We're really going to be making sure people get through the material and there's going to be certain milestones that you'll be rewarded as you go through the program. So if you want to check it out, it is maximizebusiness.ca forward slash MYC. And then of course, if you have any questions about it and you want to make sure it's the right fit for you, just send me a quick DM on Instagram at and We can have a very honest and authentic chat about where you're at in your business, and how our team can support you. Okay, so 
you being the associate or the independent contractor in somebody else's business, you need to be stepping up, acting like the, you know, the practitioner CEO, and you need to face the facts of how your business is running. As entrepreneurs, I think we love to stay within the emotions and maintain that level of optimism where we just think it's all going to work out. And then we also make decisions based off of our emotions as well. So if we thought, oh, you know, it's been a really bad month and then we have no proof to actually say that it was, we're just going off a of feel. Or even if we are signing a contract with a new location, oftentimes you don't go through what that math actually means and you just say, well, it looks like good numbers. It looks like a decent contract, so I'm just going to sign it. Or with inventory, inventory can get away from you very quickly. You can say, well, everything was on sale, so I just bought a whole ton, when in reality you actually didn't have the, um, the overflow or the cash flow, I should say, to purchase a large amount of inventory at that particular time. So the best run businesses will use data to help make decisions. Now, I will say that this is an incredibly hard exercise. It is not something that I feel comfortable doing. It is not something that I enjoy doing, although now that it's become more habitual, I certainly love using those metrics to help determine my decisions moving forward. But I want you to understand that as you're starting to do this, as you're starting to document these numbers, it is completely normal for you to feel uncomfortable for you to be resisting the exercise. And I'm sure at the end of this podcast, you're gonna be so excited and maybe today you're gonna to write down all of your numbers and then you never come back to it again. And it's that level of resistance that you're gonna feel about actually tracking this data. It's a very uncomfortable thing for, number one, for you to be facing the facts and seeing exactly what's going on. Number two, as entrepreneurs, I don't think we're very good at detail-oriented tasks and we don't like to, um, you know, be really analytical and figure out all the data and spend all this time looking at the metrics. That is exactly why I hired my project manager, Laura, because she does all of the metrics for me except for some of the clinical things. So I will do metrics on my own for all the Facebook ads and I will do metrics for the number of new patients that we see as well as revenues and expenses. But she will do all of the other social media metrics. She does our email opt-ins, um, fallout rates, our podcast downloads, all of those things. I knew that I was never going to do it on my own. So if that is the case for you, if it is just something that you are completely resisting, that is not a cop-out for not doing it. You still need to be tracking your numbers and maybe you could start with just the numbers we're talking about today and then you can definitely elaborate that on the social media side of things and everything else, which I don't believe the social media metrics are important for you in your clinical practice. It might just be informative for you to just know that there is growth there, that where you're putting your marketing time is working um, but today we're going to be talking about the four or five most important metrics. Those metrics are, and I'm just going to look at my book, um, the number of new patients that you are seeing every single month. We are going to be looking at the number of follow-up visits that you're getting. So a huge problem that I hear from a lot of my um, clients is that they're good at getting new patients in and they're very, very bad at patient retention. 
So you may even want to take that one step further and track the number of visits from every single patient or client and see, okay, where's the drop-off point happening? Because then that also gives us a ton of information as to, okay, what can we do or implement in your business to make that long-term retention start to grow? We also want to be looking at the number of supplement sales. Now, some of you might have your own uh, in-office dispensary. Some of you may be using Fullscript. It's still important for you to be tracking your dispensary and especially tracking your cost of goods um, and your profit margin. So you want to see not only you know, how much supplements am I selling or how many of this brand versus this brand, but you also want to say, when I sell this bottle, I'm making this much revenue or profit, excuse me, but when I sell this bottle, I'm only making this much. And so if you can start focusing, if cash flow is an issue, start focusing on selling more of the larger profit margin supplements and then just having the other ones available as needed. And then lab sales. And I think lab sales is incredibly important because number one, um, again, there's a cost of good for every lab. So it seems like a big chunk of revenue when you sell it, but then the lab will of course bill you. So you also wanna see how many lab kits am I selling? How much extra revenue is that in my pocket? And depending on your um, split with your clinic, you know, hopefully you're getting 100% of that. I've definitely been in a space where they would collect 25% of the profit of every lab test that I did. And that was just our agreement. But you want to be looking at all of those leveraging pieces because essentially supplements and lab sales are residual income on top of the consultation fee. This also allows you to determine like which visit tends to be the most profitable for you. Is it on the initial visit where everybody front loads the supplements and the lab tests or is it further down the line? All of this information is going to give you a good sense of how your patient flow is as you are going through and growing your business. So another metric that um, was encouraged for me to share with you on the podcast from my, offer, my project manager, Laura, was um, monitoring what the total amount of revenue you're bringing in and seeing how that is being adjusted on your rental agreement. Meaning if you're on a split 60-40, there's going to be a tipping point where you'll actually make more if you're doing a flat rent versus maintaining the percentage split. So I usually use the metric like $1,000 would be my flat or $1,500 would be a decent flat for my clinic. So I'm always going to be looking at, you know, with regards to my percentage, how much am I actually giving the clinic every month? Whereas I could be saving maybe $100 or $200 if I were to put it onto a flat rent based on where you're at with regards to growth. So this is something that you should be tracking every single month. So again, you can say, yep, this month my percentage was perfect. It actually saved me a bit of money. But now that I'm really starting to get a good flow and I'm starting to get um, a lot of patients coming into my office, now that percentage is actually working against me. Now I'm actually giving them more in that 40% than if I were to renegotiate a flat, then you'd actually be keeping some of that extra money. So this also brings on the opportunity for you to go back to the clinic owner and say month to month to month, this is what I've been able to achieve. This is how much uh, new patients I've been bringing into your business. This is um, the amount of revenue that I've been able to 
um, incur with supplement sales and lab tests and consultations, I think now would be a good time for us to re-evaluate um, my rental agreement and see if maybe you could have a split to a cap where at $1,000, as soon as you've given the clinic $1,000, you collect 100%. We do that in one of my offices. Um, you could also have it where now the split is lower. Maybe instead of 60-40, you're now renegotiating any 80-20. Like all of these possibilities are real, but you cannot do it based on emotions because that clinic owner is gonna wanna see the numbers. They don't wanna lose money. Um, having you in their space is costing them money, so they need to make sure that they are reaping that reward from you. So this is why having this data is so important. And then the final one would be just monitoring your cost per lead when it comes to marketing or your earnings per lead. So we want to see, okay, if I put $200 out in Facebook ads or Google SEO or AdWords, am I receiving the number of patients that at least brings me to zero? The worst thing that can happen is you'd go into the red on marketing spend. If it's a zero, I think that is money well spent. And then of course, if it's in the, the positive, in the black, then that's even better. But the thing that we need to be monitoring is every time you're putting a dollar somewhere, you should be tracking what's coming in. So with my Facebook ads, we do that every single week with my team and I will see every single time just based on that lead and what the initial consult is, am I profitable? Knowing that my retention is really excellent. So I'm also going to be reaping the rewards month on, month on, month on for the, the length of our relationship. So I'm going to circle back now to um, the initial metric, which was number of new patients. So one of the driving forces that we started out at the beginning of the year is we wanted to have 360 new patients come into the office. We are pretty much on track and it's really exciting. So every single week we upload our metrics for the number of new patients that we saw and we celebrate as a team like, oh yeah, we're right on track or we're down by a few. How could we get those new patients into the office? And so having that metric even as a goal has been, has changed the energy with which I'm approaching my business. Cause now every time I get a new patient in, in the back of my mind, I'm like celebrating with a little checklist. There's one more new patient um, towards our ultimate goal. But for you, you may say, I just want to see 10 new patients this month. And then you can track every single month. Are you getting close to it? Are you exceeding it? Are you completely missing the mark? And if you are not getting to that number every single month, that allows us to have a conversation around, okay, where is the issue or what could we implement to improve that acquisition of new patients or clients? Maybe you need to be doing more seminars or live webinars online or Facebook lives. And a lot of businesses now are just running Facebook lives to get people into the office or to get people into their online program. Um, maybe it's that you need to be nurturing people from your seminars a little bit better to get them to book in. Maybe what you're doing right now is not actually converting. So I do have a few clients that are doing discovery calls as they're onboarding into their office. And when they get people on a discovery call, they get a 100% conversion rate. 
Whereas for other people, they might only get 20%. And then we know, okay, you know what? Something is up in the discovery call. Either it's your language, your scripting, something isn't working here. So again, we want to see what is the number of new patients that are coming in. Then, as I mentioned, we want to be tracking the follow-up visits. So I um, will track at the end of every single year how many immune supports we had, how many um, wellness checkups we had, how many allergy support visits we had, how many 30 minutes, how many um, live blood analysis we had. And so every year I'm expecting to see that growing. Or what is sometimes interesting is I will see, okay, we had more wellness checkups this year than we had immune supports, or we had a ton more immune supports this year because it was a really bad cold and flu year. So all of these things will allow me to see, okay, in hindsight, what is it that I can change for the, the future? Now, as I say that, I'm immediately being like, well, we don't want to be reactive in our business. Just like we don't want our patients to be reactive when they come into our offices. So I strongly encourage you to carve out a day every single month where you can do this metric tracking. I would even encourage you to make sure your QuickBooks is up to date, that your profit and loss statement is up to date every single month so you won't be reactive for the entire year. That was how I was running my business for the first seven years. And while I'm very business savvy, and that's just something that I've intuitively made a point and learned a lot about and made those pivots as I needed to, I was still being very much reactive in my business. When we are tracking these metrics, it allows us to then see on a month to month basis or a week to week basis, how your business is doing and where the, the pitfalls are or where you are really excelling and how we can start to leverage more on that. So it's, it's kind of a discipline that you have to be implementing and know that if you're doing this, it's only gonna help your business grow. There is no downside to be tracking this data unless you're starting to track too much and you're just getting that analysis paralysis. That's why I'm suggesting you just do new patients, follow-ups, merge those two and see how many follow-ups you're getting with every given patient. You wanna be tracking your supplement sales and you wanna see, okay, what's my profit margin that I'm actually bringing in? Tracking your dispensary and making sure that it's always up to date. Lab sales, same thing. You know, every time I sell this lab, I make $100, whereas when I sell this lab, I only make 50. So how can we sell more of this lab, of course, being very ethical and making sure that it's needed for the patient. But all of this information is gonna help you make better decisions. And then we also mentioned your um, rental split tracking. So making sure that you're not giving your clinic too much money because your whole reason is to grow your business and to create a lifestyle that you want to have. And you can't do that when you're giving away money for unnecessary reasons. And then finally, that earnings per lead or that cost per lead metric with regards to your marketing spend. So if you can um, really get a good handle on those six metrics, I think you will notice a massive change in how you are, number one, approaching your business and how different your business is growing because we are no longer making decisions based off of emotion. We're now using the data to help us make those decisions which also, as a coach, makes my job a heck of a lot easier and I can get my clients a heck of a lot further in a shorter period of time 
when we have that information to work off of. As I mentioned in the beginning, if you are interested in checking out the Maximize Your Clinic course, which is our five module series, it's going to be completely revamped and we're going to add in a lot more metrics so you actually complete the course with different milestones that we will um, reward with you along the way, please go to maximizebusiness.ca forward slash MYC, check it out. And if you wanted to talk to a team member, I would love to chat with you and make sure that it is authentically the right course for you and where you're at in your business. I'm Andrea Maxim. Thank you so much for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast, and I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment, and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.